are tuned in to Mouth of the South podcast. Welcome to the ramblings of a progressively optimistic truth teller. I am that truth teller, your host Shay. Welcome back to the show. We are here for episode 204, okay? Let me... Cheers about, okay? Cheers about, because we have made it to the fourth episode of season two, and we're getting it in, okay? Them niggas getting it in. Anywho. Um, Before we get into today's episodes, I just have two quick points of procedure before we get get started. Um, Number one, I want to say, um, I want to send my well wishes, my positive energy, my um, progressive energy to those workers down in Bessemer, Alabama, down in Bessemer that are starting to um, get the ball rolling on unionization within the Amazon warehouse that's down there, okay? So, hold on, where am I I clapping? Congrats to those those people down there in Bessemer, getting it crack-a-lacking, okay? Doing the work of the people and starting the process of getting the union going down at at the Amazon warehouse, because y'all, we know. The Amazon warehouse been a fool during COVID, okay? It was already a fool before COVID, but um, she really a fool afterwards. And, of course, the Amazon um, middle management, upper, you know, the people who answer to the big dogs are trying their best and their darndest to keep those people from um, unionizing, to keep those workers, excuse me, from unionizing um at that workplace, they're sending emails, they're sending texts, okay, they're not playing, I have a couple of the texts here and some screenshots on my phone from um, the Twitter account, More Perfect Union, um, talking about, you know, just showing some of the texts that the the Amazon has sent, and I just want to read y'all one of the texts, a word from BHM1 Leadership. We are a winning team, and we believe working together directly is most effective. Don't let outsiders divide our winning team. We don't believe that you need to pay someone to speak for you or that you need to pay dues for what you already get for free. Um, Unfortunately, Warehouse, they obviously don't get it for free. That's why they feel the need to unionize. And that is the quickest way that companies, that corporations will try to scare people out of unionizing in the ways that they should is by, you know, making them fear the dues or making them feel like, you know, the union is just going to take from them, whereas the company itself is only going to give. Um, That's clearly not true. (laughs) And uh, my fellow Alabamians down there in Besma, I... Black power fist to y'all. Power to the people. Get y'all union together. Don't let management scare y'all. Don't let them text. I'm sure they got little posters up in the bathroom. All their propaganda, all their anti-union propaganda, I'm sure they have. But if you feel like this is the best way for, for the workers to be heard, then it's the best way for the workers to be heard. And we salute, okay? We salute the workers down in Bessemer, Alabama. Get to it. All righty, and point of procedure number two, um, we gotta have, I didn't want to put this, I really didn't have a place to put this within the actual episode, so we're just gonna, you know, just do a quick little synopsis on um, the Gorilla Glue Grown Woman, um, a lot of y'all like to call her the Gorilla Glue Glue Girl, but that was a whole grown woman, okay, she's 40 years old, 
And um, this is, you know, if you if you've been living under a rock and you haven't heard about, you know, the young woman that sprayed um, Gorilla Glue adhesive spray upon her scalp and created a whole um, helmet, hair helmet to the top of her head. Um, it's a story I suggest you definitely go check it out. Um, it's, it's a hot ass mess. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. And I just want to say to uh, people on the interwebs, stop shaming folks for laughing at Gorilla Glue grown woman, okay? It's supposed to be funny. Like, this lady sprayed her scalp with adhesive Gorilla Glue spray and left it on there for a month. It's it's a comedy skit at this point, okay? It's supposed to be funny. Um, stop trying to shame people and make people feel like, you know, they don't have compassion or they don't protect black women because they're laughing at this woman who wants to be laughed at, okay? She, let's be real, she did it for clout um, and clout she received. And so I'm just going to keep giggling at the fact that this lady had a whole, a whole NFL helmet to the top of her head, okay? She could have been a linebacker out here and would have been very much protected, by the 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 casing that that gorilla glue created upon her scalp, but you know, um, good luck to that woman, <laughs> and uh, laugh a little, y'all. Stop shaming people for laughing at stuff that's funny, okay? Cut it out, y'all. We got we get, there. There does need to be more compassion between black people, but this ain't one of them. This ain't this ain't that, okay? Let's not conflate the topic. Let's just let's just giggle at gorilla glue woman. <laughs> And with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Let's start with some political shit. Alrighty, folks. Well, the saga for relief for the American people continues. We are still waiting for our $1,400 checks. They should be $2,000 checks. <laughs> and um, President Joe Biden, he, you know, he he's pushing forward. And he's making it known that he, if he has to push forward without the GOP, he will do just that. Um, I'm going to read y'all an ex excerpt from this article from ABC News. President Joe Biden said Friday he did not want to provide too little relief for the coronavirus pandemic and that Republicans are just not willing to go as far as I think we have to go. Biden said Friday that he wanted to pass a $1.9 trillion COVID-19 legislative proposal with the support of Republicans, but that, so far, they had not met the urgency and need of the moment. I've met with Republicans. They're some really fine people wanting to get something done, he said during remarks at the White House, but they're just not willing to go as far as I think we have to go. The president said that it was becoming clear he would likely have to proceed without Republican support. If I have to choose between getting help right now to Americans who are hurting so badly and getting bogged down in a lengthy negotiation or compromising on a bill that's up to the crisis, that's an easy choice, he said. I'm going to help the American people who are hurting now. And to that I say... Come on. Help the people. Help the people. We can't be worried about Republicans right now. I talked about this last week. I will say it again. I will continue to say it forever. We cannot be worried about the feelings of Republicans right now. We cannot include them in our unity, okay? There is no unity with a party that ain't even unified within itself, all right? The Republicans are falling apart at the seams. Let's be real, okay? They're like a pair of old-ass jeans, just falling apart at the seams, just bursting 
bursting at the seams with with foolery and fuckery and um we just can't let them slow down slow down this uh slow this train down this train has to keep on moving down the tracks um we um the how uh the senate finally had their vote on the amendments after hours and hours of deliberation and of course no gop senators voted favorably for the amendments on the covid-19 relief bill um, it was a 50-50 tie vote with VP, um, the Vice President Harris, um, casting the deciding vote on all the amendments. So, I mean, none of the GOP felt it necessary to represent their constituents. Um, none of them felt it necessary to um, vote on the bill, <laughs> to vote favorably for the bill. Everybody still voted nay. So, you know, we're moving forward and I, I'm with I'm with it. Okay, I'm with it. I already told y'all, fuck the GOP, that's how I treat them, okay? Because if y'all ain't willing to help, y'all got to get out the way. And that's on period. Um, To the GOP, bipartisan means you vote with us, okay? Bipartisan means what we want to do, you have to be cool with it. Um, The Senate also recently had a vote on the... um, the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem on if they wanted to move it back to Tel Aviv and bipartisan bipartisanship reigned. It was a 97 to 3 vote with only Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren and one other Democratic um, senator who I can't who I, whose name is escaping me right now. But the, they were the only three that voted nay against that bill. You had 47 other Democrats that voted favorably. So it's not that the Democrats can't reach across the aisle. It's that the Republicans can't. So we're just going to let y'all implode. Um, People's Party, keep keep moving towards helping the people. And I won't be on y'all ass like I'm on the Republicans' ass, okay? Um, And that brings us into uh, a part where I will have to get on the Democrats' ass. This second impeachment of Donald Trump. Um, The trial has started today. Today's Tuesday, February 8th, and um, I mean, February 9th, excuse me, and the trials are going. As we speak, you know, they had uh, President, oh, excuse me, private citizen Trump, okay, excuse me, because that child ain't president no more, private citizen Trump, you know, he had his attorneys up there fighting for him, and they say that, you know, we shouldn't be impeaching Donald Trump, the American government the U.S. government shouldn't be impeaching Donald Donald Trump because he's no longer president and you know for once in my life I agree with them I agree with that side we should not be impeaching Donald Trump he is no longer president he is a private citizen so you know DOJ do your job federal federal bureau of investigation do your job he should be tried federally for sedition let's be real this this impeachment is nothing but political pop and circumstance y'all didn't get on the first time with the first impeachment if you really want to show me about that life look i got my pen out if you really want to show me that you're about that life try that man federally with sedition if y'all really think he did it <laughs> i mean if that's what we're truly arguing for is that you know he led to he his words led to an insurrection his uh his words stoked the flames, we'll say, of the of the coup. Um, if y'all truly believe that, stand ten stand ten toes down on that and charge my man federally. I mean, sedition, 
treason. <laughs> There's so many charges that we can really bring up against this against this fool that uh, that really tried to start a coup. Okay, um, yeah, like it's really times like this that I wish we had a very active and thriving third party, like because both sides want to play politics at this point and and neither side really has to do work to garner support if we just had another if we had one more party just think if it was split if the house was split in thirds instead of in halves in a half excuse me the republicans will have you know their 33 senators say democrats still have the majority they'll have their 34 um, and then you had a third party with all with that also had thirty three senators. You would that each side would have to do some work to persuade the true middle or to persuade the true outstanding party. Right now, we just have two parties that's so set in their ways and so set in their rhetoric that you know, <sighs> Lord Jesus, blessed Jesus, I I I pray for this country and this government every day because. Um, it's necessary and this is this is this could be a truly powerful democracy if we if we want to work towards that but it's gonna take some change on both sides okay ain't nobody 100 percent right in this don't think just because the republicans had um had a donald trump that the uh <laughs> democrats ain't had some duds too okay um let's not even get into that so <sighs> so yes that's pretty much my thoughts on this uh second impeachment of donald trump um, as well as the COVID relief package, I'm definitely going to still be keeping up with this COVID relief package. As far as this, uh, second impeachment trial, it's a dud. It was a dud on arrival, but you know, whatever child. Um, I did want to touch on Marjorie Taylor Greene a little bit, but child, I really don't. <laughs> they took homegirl off her committees, you know, and all that bullshit. Chad, she's still in the house, so it really don't matter. Y'all still paying her salary to stand up there and spout uh, QAnon conspiracy rhetoric. But, you know, hey, her constituents voted for her. <laughs> okay, then, child. And on that note, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to some music shit. The T.I. and Tiny Saga continues forthwith, okay? <laughs> T.I. and Tiny, the last NDA, okay? The saga continues. Um, <clears throat> now, it looks like Lisa B Bloom, famed um, lawyer advocate, I'll say nicely, um, has thrown her hat in the ring, okay? She tweeted that um, some of the accusers have reached out to her for legal counsel um and this is a quote from her tweet she stated multiple women have reached out to me and so far we represent one ti and tiny say the women are liars really if you have information we want to talk to you connect with me here thebloomfirm.com always free and confidential we understand your fear we are here T.I. and Tiny. Child, finna be T.I. and toe up, okay? Child, because I also read that um, Friends and Family Hustle, I was just talking about that on the last episode, how I used to check out the show, child. They didn't 
suspended production on that. Um, even if these accusations are not true, as uh, T.I. and Tiny have come out and said, um, the can of worms is opened, clearly. Um, something Y'all know I'm good for a good Southern saying, where there's smoke, there is indeed fire. Um, and if that fire gets to rolling, T.I., I don't think, I don't think Keisha going to be able to save you from this. Like, everybody ain't meant to be political. You know, everybody ain't meant to be in that sphere with political people. That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, hood people can't run for office. I'm definitely not saying that because I consider myself a hood person. I would love to one day run for public office. But I also don't have the background to where somebody's going to come out and spray me with my own tea, you know, once I start get, start to get popping in, on the scene. Um, I respect people. <laughs> I respect women. I respect men. I respect humans as humans. And um, when you don't respect people, they can they can have a good little story on you that they can take to a lawyer. And if there was some type of illegal activity that can be proven, they gonna get your ass. I've seen a lot of uh people on the interwebs saying, you know, this is just a scheme. It's all a scheme that Todd set up to come to the black people with the bullshit. Because when things like this happen, only black men get blamed. Look at Bill Cosby. They only want to take the black men down when it comes to this kind of stuff. And while I'm sure that that is a fair and valid point in most people's minds, um, I am black, but I am also a woman. And as a woman, as... A, the strong feminist that I consider myself to be, I I cannot, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to cry over possible abusers. I mean, if you're black, red, white, or in between, if you abuse somebody and um, your time is up, okay, and the Me Too movement has gotten your ass, well then, they got you, bro. I mean, I don't know what to, I'm not going to cape for y'all. Like, you should have, like I said last week, okay, we talked about this on the last episode, if you treated people kindly and with respect, then it would be very hard for somebody to find a story of a um, possible unlawful interaction with you, regardless of if it was sexual or not. You know, if you do, if you go into a, into these situations with a sense of respect and not a sense of I'm just going to use somebody for some money, then you know you may have been able to do your you know have your little fun. Have y'all a little fun, y'all little, you know, turn y'all bicycle into a tricycle without all of these repercussions. But, child, when you do wrong, wrong follows. So, you know, I'll be keeping my ear to the streets on this one as well. Um, just to see how far this is going to go. You know, Lisa Bloom, I mean, she ain't the most credible of legal sources at this point. She's almost a bit of an ambulance chaser. But, you know, her getting involved, if, if somebody did reach out to her. Okay, well, on that note, we're going to move on to um, how the rap girls are saving hip-hop. Um, if it wasn't for the rap girls and Lil Baby, we're just going to include Lil Baby because he's the only young rap rap at, young rap dude that I really mess with in the game right now, let's be real. Um, and he's the only one dropping heat consistently. You know, he, he didn't drop a couple of singles, Everybody On Me. I just saw on his Instagram the other day, he posted a clip for another single he finna drop. So, you know, he be on his game. He, he be dropping his music. He about his shit. 
Um, but other than that, the rap girls are keeping it afloat. We had Cardi B drop her single up um, with a video for that. We had uh, Mrs. Megan The Stallion drop her video for Cry Baby um, along with Da Baby. And um, let me get into Cardi's first because, um, <laughs> um, you know, when you want to say something, but you want it to be as nice as possible because I like Cardi B. I really do. I think as far as the rap girls go, she's the current queen. Um, you know, Nicki Minaj has sat down and have her children. And, you know, she said she's going to pass out the, the crown when she get ready to have her some children. And, you know, she'd had her, her beautiful son and she's sitting over there with him. So, you know, minding her motherly business. So, honestly, you know, I think Cardi is is holding up the rap game right now. She's the current queen of the rap game um, as far as female rap goes. And, um... You know, Up is, it's a single. You know, it's a single. I can't say I particularly love the song. Uh, it's catchy. If it's Up, then it's stuck. You know, that's a very catchy chorus uh, to the point that people were coming out saying that, you know, Cardi B stole that chorus from them. But if it's Up, then it's stuck is a very common phrase. So that's kind of, you're going to have to come with a little bit more than that. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the video. It had lots of nice visuals. Um, Cardi, you know, I, I, I like the, the current trend of the TikTok dances. You know, a lot of people come out with these, these singles just so they can be TikTok, you know, just so they can go viral on TikTok. Um, and I understand that girl, get your paper. I'm not hating, you know, a TikTok dance can make a really send a song through the roof. Okay. Um, them TikTok streams still count. Okay. Um, but, um, you know, Cardi, you, you may just have to step out the way and let the, let the girls dance, they can actually dance, okay, I love you, Cardi B, I really do, I love me some Cardi B, but girl, that rhythm was just a little tad bit off, it was a little stiff for me, it was a little stiff for me, stiff as a board, light as a feather, stiff as a board, um, but other than that, you know, I, t I, I like the song, I like Up better than Cry Baby, um, we'll go ahead and transition into Cry Baby, I'm never gonna be watching that video again, it creeps me out <laughs> when, um, Entertainment does this thing where they sexualize children's things, like sexualize like toys and dolls and, you know, give grown women pigtails and let them jump around in little frilly underwear. And, you know, to each his own. I, you know, people do what they want to do. But I just that sexualizing of children's things just always has kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And that video in the toy store, I'm just like, mm, I'm straight on that. I never really, I, I wasn't a big fan of the Crybaby song to begin with. It's not my favorite um, song from Good News. I do like that album though, but it's, it's not one of my favorite tracks from that. Um, and, you know, the baby just, child, I'm over the baby. Like, <laughs> I'm over it. I'm like, I was with the, I was with the, the bop in it, but now I'm just like, all right, I, I'm not getting enthralled by any of his verses. I don't get, you know, turned up by many of his songs. And, you know, Chad, the word on the curb is he dumped that, that light-skinned lady, <laughs> okay? Um, his light-skinned boo, Danny, Danny Lay, Danny Lee. I don't, I don't listen to her music either, but I know that he dumped her shortly after she dropped a song saying that a yellow bone is what he want, um... But apparently a yellow bone is what he dumped, okay? That is so unfortunate for her. That's why you can't cape for these niggas out loud. You can't. 
girl, white, yellow, purple, or green, you cannot cape for these niggas out loud unless you got unless you got the ring, okay? Look at me. I need to be a rap girl, okay? Let me go ahead and get me some bars together. Um <laughs> also while the crybaby video was about to drop, there was a little bit of controversy that the baby's homeboy, cause you the baby and Meg had got on live as, you know, Meg was counting down to her video dropping. And you, it can be heard on the live that the baby's homeboy called Meg a bitch and said, that bitch ugly. Um, bitch where? I mean, that's why you're the homeboy and not the, and not the main act. Um, but, you know, people was getting on the baby about that. And, and we got, that homeboy, he clearly was a hater child. He must try to holler at Meg and she was, she won with it. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into this Super Bowl. Super Bowl 55 came on Sunday. Um, yeah, it was kind of boring. I just put it in the music shit because I really wanted to talk about Jasmine Sullivan and the way she massacred, okay? The way she completely towed down from the flow down the national anthem, her and Eric Church. And I actually really liked their vibe. Like, they, they... I listen to a Eric, I listen to a uh, Jasmine Sullivan song with Eric Church on it, okay? A uh, little country flavor, but you know they was vibing together. Jasmine, give her her things. Y'all need to give Jasmine Sullivan her things. Um, the girl can sing better than any of your faves. Um, <laughs> she run run queen, okay? She can run up, down, through the middle. I'm like, how you got the same note, but you're running? I'm so confused, but. You know, she did amazing. She tore that down. And she was much more, um, the national anthem was much more entertaining than the whole halftime show. Okay. The weekend came out there giving us his best Michael Jackson. And I was like, wow. Wow. The white man really killed Michael Jackson and gave us the weekend. Ain't that about a bitch? I'm not impressed. Um... <laughs> It was, uh, the robot choir was lit though. And when he first came out, his, he had his choir in the background. They was back there doing their, their TikTok dances and you know, they were pretty lit. Um, he had this one part when he was running through a gold room and that was really funny. That gave me good tickles. I was chuckle, chuckling at that. Um, cause he looked so lost, um, which I'm sure he was giving us his best acting chops, but <laughs> don't apply for SAG just yet, Abel, like stick stick to what you're doing you're you're the music is you know doing enough um <laughs> uh he went out on the field was it just me or was his dancers giving a very much us vibe I don't know if y'all seen the movie us with Lupita Nyong'o and um the fine dude from uh Black Panther whose name escapes me now um they were giving very much red jumpsuits, us from the underworld type of tees. I, uh, what's up with the plastic, the plastic surgery facial bandages that The weekend likes to do as of late? Um, did he actually have a facial surgery and was just trying to make it hot while he was healing? Or is this supposed to be, you know, um, a little bit of social commentary? I'm confused about that. Please, you know, let me know, um, in the comments below or, you know, anywhere if you know where that came from I'm confused about the facial uh bandage mask <laughs> maybe that's my age showing but I'm just like what does that mean um and yeah that was pretty much it like 
the Super Bowl was kind of boring, y'all. Even the commercials were kind of boring. Like, we didn't have a lot of really big budget commercials this year. I wonder if that's a sign of the times. Like, you know, maybe companies really is struggling out here and they ain't able to put the advertising budget together like they used to um, just for one night of commercial activity. <laughs> or if it was a sign of the times and that they couldn't really record, you know, big name, big budget uh, commercials like that without, you know, testing, getting COVID tests for everyone on side and, you know, the hassle of all of that. Because a lot of the commercials were very much so um, celebrity couples in their own homes, you know, <laughs> we're going to get y'all the camera. We're going to, we're going to take, uh, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton down to the restaurant. We're going to take, um, Ashton Kutcher and, um, what's his wife's name? Mila, Mila, um, down to the house, you know, with some Cheeto puffs and y'all just do your thing. Cause we really don't have the time to be, or the money to be, you know, getting a whole COVID operation up for a commercial. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. The Super Bowl was kind of a dud. I wonder if how Drake feels about the weekend performing, if he's going to try to hop on up there next year. Like that's, that was my artist. Okay. Weekend, I put you out. You would be nothing without OVO. So let me go ahead and show you how a, um, Super Bowl concert is done. I feel like Drake could actually pre probably do a really good Super Bowl show. I um I feel like he has a lot of pop hits. He 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 has a lot of uh tracks that cross over into, you know, that pop football sector. He's got some good arena music. I wouldn't mind seeing it. You know, I, I wouldn't mind Drake jumping up on the stage. I don't know. Who do y'all think? Who do y'all think could be the next year's Super Bowl act? I recently learned that they do not pay people for that for the Super Bowl act to be the Super Bowl uh halftime show. They um provide all of the accoutrement. You know, they, um, if you want fireworks, pyrotechnics, a, a choir, robot choir, all of that, they will provide that for you. But as far as a paycheck, you don't get that, um, which is fine. Cause I'm sure the exposure alone, like in the article I read, they were saying people's streams go up by times a thousand when they, um, perform at the Super Bowl. So I'm sure you know, it's, it's well worth it in the end. I wouldn't mind seeing a Drake halftime show. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments below what type of halftime show you would like to see in the future. Um, let me go through and make sure I tapped on everything in my music section. Shout out to Tony Baker, one of my favorite comedians. <laughs> uh, I think I got everything. So that's it for this segment. Let's go ahead and move on to the bless your heart segment. Thomas Brady, congrats on your 33rd Super Bowl championship or whatever, but I'm here on behalf of your sweet baby girl daughter. I can only assume the young lass standing next to you on the winner stage is your kid, because you handed off that heavy behind trophy to her as you waxed poetically on MVPs and winner spirit and being courageous. Child, honestly, I don't know what you were saying, because I was too busy watching your poor baby girl struggling to hold up that trophy. Sis was trying her darndest and she deserves a raise. Buy her all the ponies since we will still be in this panini press heavy and ain't no going to Disney World post the Super Bowl win. Tom Brady's baby girl, bless your finna be swole up top trying to carry your daddy's legacy heart. Once again, we have come to the end. 
this is the end. I really had a song in my heart this episode. <laughs> I need to go go turn on some music and sing. I clearly got a song in my heart. Um, but yes, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Mouth of the South podcast. Please make sure you like, comment, subscribe, follow this podcast on all podcast streaming platforms. And um, tell a friend to tell a friend that this is where you get your laughs and your and your political commentary every week. Thank you once again for tuning in. And as we say down here in the South, with all due respect. <laughs>